out of the six areas of business, which is the one that you think is the most important? It's actually secret option number seven. It's the one that makes all the first six work better. Episode 215 of the Dan Bradbury Podcast. Dan, we're in a new studio on a new format. We've thrown out the old format. No more news of the week, fail of the week, whatever of the week. We still should have the quote of the week. But nonetheless, let's keep going. Let's jump into this. What we're going to do now is each podcast is going to cover one of the six areas of business. And we're going to hyper-focus into some subset of those six. So my question for you, my friend, is this. Out of the six, which is the one that's the most important? It's actually secret option number seven, which is meta because it makes the first six work better. Let me feign shock so it looks like we just discovered this and didn't plan it ahead. Oh, really? Let's go into it. Uh, out of the meta, by the way, there's several categories in meta, right? You've got like um, focus and determination, motivation, um, uh, mergers and acquisitions, uh, employee morale. Uh, and a big one that we talk about all the time is mentorship. So let's dig into mentorship as a meta of the six. Look, I don't care whether you want to call it a mentor, a coach, a guide. It's Consultant. Right. Yeah. It's just important that you have one because it gives you a different perspective. It, it's, it it's does a, so much, right? It's not a motive. It's, it's people that can uh, spot your own flaws, you know? It, Tell you when you're being an idiot. Right, right, right. Like, as a mentor of mine says, it's like you can't see your own swing. Yeah. That's why people, like sports coaches like Tiger Woods has a golf coach, right? It's because he can't see himself swing, and so he's able to put in those micro-adjustments to make all the difference. You know what's interesting, by the way? If you look at all the most successful entrepreneurs out there, the ones that we idolize, rarely do they talk about this, but all of them have several mentors that guide them, give them insights, give them distinctions. We've both experienced that. I, I consider you one of my mentors. I can't believe I've actually said that. It's on your podcast, I know. I'm kind of going to regret that. I'm sure that'll come back and haunt me. But I really do think of you as one of my mentors uh, in many respects. You know a fuck ton more about business finance than I do. Um, and I like to think that maybe I can mentor you a little bit on business pitching and presentation. So it kind of goes in different directions. I think the key thing here is it doesn't matter what you call it, mentor, coach, advisor, consultant. you got to have one. Right. 100%. More, more than one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in favor of multiple uh, perspectives. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room, right? That's something Jay Abraham told me when he was a mentor of mine. Yeah. Okay. And but when I, when it boils down to it, I don't think most people see the real power of a mentor and what they bring to the table. And I like I can chunk it down to three major categories. Let's cover those three, and then I'm going to share with you a foolproof way on how to get world class mentors. Nice, hi. Well, the first way is to clarify your thinking, mm -hmm. right? So like, the, the most common thing I'll hear from uh, my private consulting clients after a session is, oh, wow, that's that's really clarified the situation, yeah. right? Because what happens is, as business owners, we have problems, we get stuck, we, 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 we can't see a way forward. And uh, a mentor can see the situation from the outside for what it is, right? You know, the old saying, you can't see the wood for the trees. Right. But someone from the outside can see, hey, look, this is how you solve that problem. It's obvious or more obvious from the, the right mentor when you're not in it. Mm -hmm. So that's why you need uh, outside perspective. Or the other way clarifying your thinking is helpful is sometimes we have confirmation bias. Like entrepreneurs are right. used to knocking down doors, which is advantageous because we can overcome obstacles. But the, 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 the double edge of that is... It means we get confirmation bias. We become convinced that we're right. Yes. 
and oh, if you've got a worst traps right right yeah. and then we just carry on running you know what's the cliche running enthusiastically in the wrong direction yeah. right and, and there's fewer things stupid than that so a decent mentor can help you see things clearly and all of a sudden you have a realization give, give me an example of somewhere where you were helping somebody and they didn't have they thought they were clear until they spoke with you and then they got like uber clear right right so i was doing a sanity session so a first session for for a new client and we were we were talking about his core business so i found a few little tweaks but nothing major and i, I like to find the big breakthroughs and then all of a sudden he told me why he was trying to grow the profit of this business what it was for he was trying to have his core operation make money to go into property investment mm -hmm. sounds good on the surface right on the surface is great it's a great idea but as soon as he told me about how he was doing this, I'll give me a summary. What have you done so far? As soon as he told me, I was horrified. It was blatantly obvious that it was not going to work. But who was it blatantly obvious to? To me, you. not to him. Yeah. And, you know, but I didn't have an ego about it. I just said, hey, listen, uh, Mr. Klein, have you considered A, B, and C? And you could see it was like the lights just went on. Right, right. And he yeah, realized, yeah, yeah. I'm listen, like, that's not going to work. You know, here's four reasons why, and here's something that will work better. And as soon as I said that, it's like you can't unsee the mistake. When he saw the problem, it's like, holy crap. He got out of his ego and he just went, you're right. Yeah. And he was so, able to change direction. So this is interesting, right? Because the people that are watching this podcast or listening uh, to the podcast, it's like, it's so easy for them to go, yeah, this doesn't apply to me because I've already got clarity of thought. But that's the that's the seduction, right, is that we already think we're clear in our thinking, and yet there's a greater capacity for that. Let's move on, and let's talk about uh, the other thing, which is to avoid stupid shit, right? Like your mentor said, right, success is about not doing dumb things. This is actually a perfect segue because think of the example I just gave you. When do you want to know you're making a mistake? Before you make right, it. Right, <laughs> in advance. Like, so how much time, energy, and money will that save him, being able to see in advance that, that it's not going to work? Uh, and so that's why not doing stupid shit. Uh, oftentimes we come up with great ideas, but, you know, uh, all my problems, not my YouTube, but all my problems started out as a good idea, as entrepreneurs yeah. we do things, yeah. and it does not work. By the way, you have a great strategy on how to prevent doing stupid shit that even people that might not have a mentor right now could implement uh, the the postmortem. Uh, it's not a postmortem. It's actually a premortem. Pre sorry, yeah, premortem. Right, right, a premortem. And I, I I can't give credit about where this originates to or where, where, where I learned it from. But the point is very simple: is you mentally jump ahead mm -hmm. and, and imagine in twelve months' time if your business was killed, like right? if the, if the project does not work, what was the most likely thing that killed the patient? Yeah. Right. So you think about the most likely problems that are going to upend and cause you bad results. In advance, so you do three things. First of all, think of the most likely causes of death, so mm -hmm. to speak. Maybe the maybe the top five. Yeah. Number two is you rank them in priority order in terms of how likely they are to happen or how bad the negative impact is yeah. if they do happen. And then number three, you think about the ways in which you can mitigate that strategy. So lower the chance of the negative thing occurring or the damage that it does if it does occur. And all of a sudden, you, a lot of things are... are, are uh, ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. If you're preemptive ahead of time, you can you can nip these things in the bud mm -hmm. so they never occur in the first place. Yeah. That's the power of a good old-fashioned pre-mortem. All right, let's move on to the third thing that we want to talk about in terms of third one of the third benefits of having a mentor. Right. Yeah. So uh, number three is speed to solution. Oh, right. Man, right. I mean, think about think about it this way. 
Sometimes that ego gets caught up on work, work, like working harder. But the thing is, Topher, I don't believe you don't get rewarded by life by doing it the the, the uh, longer, more brutal way, yeah. right? You don't you don't get you don't get the reward. Like if you go to I was going to say deposit a check in the bank for who anybody, does that now? Anybody on talking? your phone deposit the check in the mobile phone. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the teller doesn't say, "Oh wow, like it's a thousand pound check," but like. Oh, because it took you such a long time and it was such a hard project. I'm going to give you ten thousand pounds of credit. <laughs> right, right, like right. that's that's crazy. Life only rewards results. Yeah. Do you get the outcome? So it's like, can you get the same outcome in less time? And you can if you shortcut uh, the pitfalls. Yes. You shortcut the mistakes. I think a lot of times when people look at mentors, they kind of go, "Oh, tell me what to do, and then it'll work." Actually, in the vast majority of cases, the biggest power of a mentor is. They can tell you there's the hole. Yeah, yeah there, there, there's the pothole. You're gonna trip up. Go around that. No, no, it looks like a clear path, but if you go, if you cross the road there, you're gonna get mown yeah. down. Yeah. Go round, go over, go under, and they've already made the mistake, so you don't have to, because you've only got so much money and, and time. Well, and time. Well, yeah. money arguably can be replaced, but it is finite. The resources that you have to invest, and you've only got so much time. Yeah. So if you can eliminate the mistakes of taking one step forward, two steps back, you can you can compound your successes, right? So yeah. it, 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 it it's what is it all about? What was that? Oh, speed, speed solution. <laughs> so yeah. So um, if you can shortcut it, you've got faster speed solution by knowing not just what to do, but the mistakes to avoid. Yeah. Get that quicker. All right, cool. Now. Let's talk about how to get a mentor, right? And and before I share, by this technique, I don't know if I've even shared this with you. You're going to love this, by the way. I've used this specific mentor request to get everything from like Dan Millman is my spiritual mentor to heads of state to agree to mentor me to billionaires to say, yes, I'll jump on the phone with you once a month. Here's my strategy. Before I share this, though, with anybody listening, I share this with a caveat. Nobody listening or watching this podcast can call either Dan or me and use this line on us. Not going to work. That's the caveat, right? Because it's it's strong. Because we wouldn't be able to. It's say funny that. when you say when you say the story. I was like, say, what's the shot to get a mentor? And we pay them. <laughs> I take <laughs> no, give, them, give them something about. Well, it. that's one way. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You can set the, they can set their terms and pay. But like all of these people, I never paid for them their mentorship. And here's how it works. I find one specific thing that I really admire about them. And it's not generic. It's a very specific thing. I'll, I'll do this. Like This is how I would approach you if I wanted you to be my direct mentor. So it goes like this. I, 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 and, I, and, and you can literally transcribe this and just put out the person's name and their one skill or talent, and it works beautifully. And it goes like this. Um, Dan, thanks for taking my call or my Zoom or something like that. Or you meet them live in a, an event mm -hmm. or something, right? Hey, thanks for being willing to talk to me. Um, I have a question and I got to admit, I'm a little bit nervous asking this because the answer to the question is very important. Um, my question for you is this. Would you be willing to give me the honor of being my mentor? Now, before you answer that question, first off, let me tell you why I want you to be my mentor. There is nobody I've ever met that understands finance and business better than you. Hands down. And I can compare you with any of the world-class entrepreneurs. And you are like fucking Neo at the Matrix. You can see a balance sheet of P&L and you can immediately start finding problems. I need something like that in my life. And, and, and that's why I'm asking you. But before you answer, let me promise you this. It will only require five minutes of your time over the phone once a month. And I promise I will only ask one question during that five-minute time. 
and I promise never to call you the following month until I can report to you how I have incorporated the feedback and advice you gave me in the previous call. This way you know your breath is not being wasted on deaf ears. I'm always doing what you say. So it might go two, three, four, five months before I can call you back to say, here's how I've incorporated your feedback. But I promise you, every phone call will start with the results. And then I'll ask you one question. And I will ask no more than five minutes of your time, knowing that it will only take five minutes of your time. And I will always incorporate your feedback or I forfeit the right to call you back. Would you be my mentor? Yeah, it's nice. Strong, huh? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a nice script. I like it because I suppose a, a way of thinking about this, Topher, would be to say, what are the mistakes people take when they're finding mentors? Yeah. And actually, that, that script's nice because what a lot of people do is, what well, the first of all, the big mistake is they don't ask. Yep. They don't look, so they don't even try. And I've, not using that script, but similarly had some very impressive people that have helped me, give me advice, etc. Sometimes paid, sometimes at no no cost. Because I've been willing to ask. But I don't know what the but is. Yeah. Definitely well, don't. let me share with you this, by the way. We didn't talk about what. how do they respond. You make your living by mentoring people. Right. So if I came up to you and I asked you for five minutes a day, I've essentially said, will you give me your services for free? What would be the appropriate response for you? Knowing that I just said, I will not call you back until I've incorporated the fit of feedback. Your first feedback to me should be, I will be honored to mentor you and it will start right now. The first thing is you need to realize that my time isn't free, right? Right, And then you tell me the price, and now it's back on me whether or not I'm going to pony up the dope. Right, well, and, and that is the mistake that, that I was going to say. I People kind of go, oh, yeah, 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 oh, will you advise me? But you're getting people, you're trying to get, in the context of business, typically very busy people's attention, yeah. and therefore they're not really committed. So actually paying for it. As trite as that is, it's like, no, no, like getting their attention or providing something of significant value so, so that they're not doing it off the cuff, like squeezing in a two minute, a five minute phone call because they had an obligation yeah. or felt an obligation to do so, but, but actually they're committed and you're getting their brain power. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Let's move on to one last thing before we wrap up, which is where do you find those mentors? Because I can think of one specific place in Warwick that is a great place for people to find advisors, coaches, mentors, consultants in a wide variety of different areas, and that's your CEO mastermind. So let's put a plug in for that because we got one coming up June 20th and 21st at Warwick Conferences. It's going to be two days where you are going to be leading about 40, 50 of some of the fastest growing entrepreneurs in all sectors of business. And if there's anybody within earshot of this podcast that is in a place where you can get to that, I highly recommend getting out to work conferences June 20th, 21st, to not only have you mentor them for those two days, but also meet a lot of great people that can otherwise turn into be some great relationships. Right, yeah, I love it. I mean, look, I was going to say two, two items. One that's high speed and low cost, and one which is uh, uh, longer speed, higher cost, but significantly more value. The former, best form of mentors, or, or where you can get the widest range, is books. Yeah. Right, as in, if you can read yeah. uh, 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 from all these people living and people that uh, have died, uh, that they've documented it. The most successful people on the planet, they've got biographies, autobiographies, and you can read all this stuff. I mean, that's why I got obsessed with speed reading, yeah. so I could consume more strategies, ideas, yeah. etc. Like all, all the biggest, best entrepreneurs, right? Often, previously in the podcast on Book of the Week, I, I've said this all the time about people. I say the reason because it's the one thing when I brag about you to people, they look at you and they go. He looks like a kid. 
he's too young. I go, well, yeah, he still is young. I go, but he was the third fastest reader in the world, and he's read probably more books in the last two years on business than you and I have read combined in our whole lifetimes. And I know that that's true. Right, well, the, the best way to have a good idea is to have lots of ideas, right? Because yeah, I'll yeah. consume it and then you can cherry pick. You don't want one strategy for success. I want a whole arsenal and then I can pick the relevant strategies at the relevant times. So that's number one. It's like good quality books, good, like feed your mind. But there's a downside with that. There's a downside, which is it's not interactive. It's not specific yes. for your situation. And that's where the value of a peer group, of a mastermind, so you can get different perspectives. Because you can have a business owner... And let's say you've got two million in revenue. That doesn't mean you can't get great advice from somebody that's only one million in revenue, right? Absolutely. They give you a different perspective. Well, uh, revenue doesn't correlate with profit. They still might be higher profit than you. But even regardless of that, they might excel in an area where you're weak and vice versa, right? And, And so the value of being in these peer groups is you can ask questions. You can get feedback. Also, over time, they get to see your patterns. So, so I actually found find in our mastermind groups, in our, especially in our board of advisors, the groups get better over time because yeah. they mature together. They don't get stale. I can call you out on your bullshit because I know how you work. Makes I know sense. your strengths and weaknesses rather than just kind of some off-the-shelf shit. Like, really, it's about applying it to you. And the bigger your business gets, the more bespoke the answers are. A generic course doesn't work, in my experience, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, for experienced business owners, for startups, maybe. Like, oh, yeah, do the basics. Sure. But as your business grows and becomes more complex, it's a more bespoke answer that's needed. And that's the power of getting in a really strong peer group like CEO Mastermind. Indeed. All right. That's great advice. Let's uh, wrap it up and let's get on to doing what we talk about. Right, right, right. And as always, if you want a better business, you need to become a better business owner. Well said. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Three things you need to do now. Number one, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss an episode. Also, get on over to Amazon to get a copy of my latest book, Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity, Nine and a Half Steps to Improving Your Profits and Cash Flow. Also, join our Facebook group, the Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity community to connect with other business owners. 